Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to. Can't wait. Can't freaking wait. But real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by the amazing people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just an amazing place to grab some great barbecue. Also, big thanks to uh, Superbook Sports Colorado. I'll tell you more about them here in a second, but giving you a quick preview of today's show. If you live in the UK, you need to be careful about eating Christmas stuffing. Why? It might be alive. How disgusting is that? A woman dumped her boyfriend because he didn't use toilet paper. Okay, yeah, let that sink in. Rattle around in your brain. We'll get into that. It's not, maybe not as bad as you think. We have some fun with science, and we're going to test your ears as we're listening to this show. It's fascinating. Sean Payton, the head coach of the Denver Broncos, ripped apart his quarterback, Russell Wilson. He ripped him a new one on TV during the Broncos' loss to the Lions. But what the hell did he say? We have some big-name guests, well, quote-unquote guests, uh, filling us in on what probably happened and what might need to happen in the future. Plus, the mailbag is wide open. But real quick, refer a friend and earn a $50 bonus this season with Superbook Sports. Superbook is the most trusted name in sports wagering, and you don't want to miss the refer a friend bonus. All you need to do is click on the refer a friend link under your profile in the Superbook app. Share a promo code, share the promo code, excuse me, with your friends, and you're going to get a $50 bonus for everyone who registers using your code. So win money wagering and win money referring this season with Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call 1 800 Gambler. Let's go! Let's go! And now. Here the headlines. <laughs> this is kind of gross. I, I got to be honest. And it's not something that you would expect. We've talked about finding weird stuff in your, you know, what is it usually like spinach bags? Like people have found snakes. People have found frogs dead or alive. Stuff like that. Well, in the UK, there's a popular supermarket called... Uh, Tesco, and they had to do a massive recall on Christmas stuffing. This is what they said. We are recalling a single batch of Tesco finest apple and cranberry stuffing mix due to the possible presence of moths, M-O-T-H-S, because there's more than one, (laughs) which makes the product unfit for human consumption. That's what the official release said. Also in the warning issued uh, through the Food Standards Agency over in United Kingdom, they also added, uh, Tesco did, that it is not, if you have this, do not consume the product. How bizarre. (laughs) That's disgusting. Could you imagine that? You open up a bag just to eat it. I'm not saying that, like, it, they're not going to survive if you cook it, although they would be pretty damn hardy if they did. But the fact of, like, you open up anything, 
whether they're dead or alive, it doesn't matter. In this case, moths. Imagine opening like, hey, let's let's it's Christmas Day or whatever holiday you celebrate or just a special dinner. And you're like, let's open up the stuffing, get it going. And then there's fucking moths flying out like fuck it. it it's somebody's wedding day and the like doves are flying through the air. But instead of doves, it's moths coming out of a food product. That's not what I want to see. And, and even if you don't see any that are alive, if you find like a moth carcass in there, it's going to spoil dinner. You got to be on it. It's disgusting. But that being said, I know that weird stuff happens in these these um, warehouses. Not really. It's not a warehouse. It's um, wherever they manufacture food. I can't think of it right now. My brain's small. Can't think of it. You're thinking of it right now, and you're going, "Damn it, Duff! Use dumb. Use dumb. Okay. Use words right now." <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever found anything? bizarre in your food the only thing that i recall and it was actually fairly common because of how when i worked at the restaurant how they got their their beans it was you would find rocks in in beans sometimes and part of your job as the person preparing the beans in the back of the house was to sift through to make sure that every now and then a rock didn't get through because it's just all how they process and they they gather the beans and stuff like that. Every now and then you would find, I, I want to say somebody found like a screw or something like that. It's I don't recall anybody ever getting one, I don't think. And like actually it making it to the line and then making it into somebody's food, I don't recall that happening. It may have. But they're pretty good about that, the employees are, about making sure. And it was very rare that you would find one, but I know we found them a few times. Because I remember like the guy working the grill would be like, oh, somebody missed it. And then he'd throw it at him and be like, you stupid fuck. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They didn't. But it, it, it can happen. And I, I get how when, when they're doing stuff like that, certain things can happen like that. Uh, moths, I'd be very curious. They didn't release any more information on how the moths may have made it into the bags of stuffing. But beware. I got a lot of listeners over in the UK. If you have one of these uh, Tesco Finest Apple Cranberry Stuffing Mix Bags, I believe it's if, if the expiration date is by September 24th, you're, you need to get your money back. Take it back to the store and be like, Explain this to me, dicks. Why is there moths in my, my bag of uh, stuffing? Stuffing. You might want to do that sooner than later. That would piss me off if, if, if it's the holiday day or the big day that you're trying to use this. And then you can't go buy a new bag because the store's closed because it's a holiday. It's dumb. Speaking of dumb. This lady kind of made some waves, and a lot of people were on her side, but I'm not. A woman dumped her boyfriend because he didn't use toilet paper. Instead, he uses wet wipes, you know, like baby wipes. I'll tell you this. I've, I've talked to a few plumbers out there. You're never supposed to uh, 
flush wet wipes down the toilet, even if they say they're flushable, because it'll just uh, bind up somewhere. If there's any sort of flaw, any sort of blockage in your drain, it's going to catch on that. And eventually, next thing you know, boom, you're spending a shit ton of money to get that clog fixed. And then the poor plumber has to go, oh, my God, who's using wet wipes? Me. But that being said, just get it like a, a diaper genie or something like that. And that's where you put put those, put your wipes in there. I don't know. I, I've never known anybody that is exclusively wipes. But anyway, back to the story. Then I'll tell you about the people I know that use wipes. <laughs> because they're very open about it. According to Business Insider, on average, Americans spend 40 to $70 a year on toilet paper. This has to be old because I feel like that toilet paper is, is more expensive now. And that getting a bidet, if you want to, you know, forget the wipes, get a bidet, you can save 75% or more if you decide to transition to that. Obviously, you have the initial cost of getting a bidet, but they range between like 50 bucks to like maybe 300 bucks. Toilet paper adds up to around 27,000 trees a day they get flushed down the toilet. Oh my God, that's crazy. Poor trees growing so strong, aiming for the sky. Next thing you know, chop down and they're up some guy's ass, wiping away the bad decisions, the food decisions. It takes about 1.5 pounds of wood and more than six gallons of water to produce a single roll of toilet paper. That's absurd. That's absurd. A 2022 study found that the hands of people who use bidets have profoundly fewer microbes than those who wipe. In fact, in the study, it says it's about 10 times better if you use a bidet as far as germs go. Listen, I... Like I was saying, there's there's somebody that I know that uh, his name's Mark Schlereth, former Bronco offensive lineman. He, he he used to have a deal with Dude Wipes, which is just uh, for for adults, baby wipes essentially. So if you want to get that extra clean feeling, that's that's what he uses. And I got to be honest, I've used them a few times, and it is you're like, wow, that's better. I would suggest getting a bidet if you have like irritable bowel syndrome. If you're constantly going to the bathroom, you're constantly running through toilet paper and your butt has to feel very uncomfortable, don't you think? So I've never used a bidet, but everybody I've talked to that has, not like there's a like a big group of people that go around saying, hey, I don't use toilet paper. I use a bidet or I use baby wipes. Nobody goes out and says that for the most part. But the few people that it's gotten brought up that they use a bidet, they're like, dude, it is awesome. Awesome. I don't know if I if I would do it uh, as far as going out and buying one, but I, I kind of want to try one. So if you have one at your house, I'll be more than happy to go wreck your bathroom and then use the bidet. I will. It'll be great. Honey, who's in our bathroom? Oh, that's just a huff. 
Who's Taha? He's that podcaster that I fuck around and listen to. <laughs> okay. Why is he in our bathroom? <laughs> he wanted to know what it's like to use a bidet. I don't know. It, it's interesting to think about. And apparently, uh, bidets hardly use any water. It's just very efficient. I don't, I don't even know how it finds what it needs to spray at. But, 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 that's for another day. We don't need to go deep <laughs> into that one. <laughs> okay? We don't. We don't. This is so fascinating. My wife showed me this, and I have, I have to share it with you guys. Did you know the human ear can tell the difference between cold and hot water being poured? I had no idea. It's pretty fascinating. This comes from, on TikTok, Cure Deggy Oak, or I don't know how he pronounces it, but whatever. That's who it is. So I'm going to play you some audio from his his presentation, and you're going to hear one or the other. Maybe it's cold, maybe it's hot. But he's going to play two different ones, and then you got to tell, you got to say, okay, is that is that cold water or is that hot water? Just by listening to it, okay? So turn this up. Here we go. This is pour number one. All right, you got in your mind which one you think that was? Well, here's pour number two. All right, what do you guys think? I'm going to play it one more time. So number one or number two, what do you think they are? This is pour number one. All right, you got in your mind which one you think that was? Well, here's pour number two. Okay, number one. That's my drum roll. Pour number one was hot water. Number two was cold water. Did you get it right? I I got it right, but that being said, the more I listen to it, I, I feel like my brain tries to overcomplicate it. It almost sounds like when you listen to number one, it's almost like you could almost hear the steam in a sense, or maybe the steam is interfering with the sound, the release of the sound. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I didn't look up the reasoning behind this. <laughs> okay. That would, that would require effort. Didn't decide to do effort today. It didn't. But isn't that fascinating? Fascinating. Now, if you have kids or you're having a bunch of friends over, blindfold them, take them into a dark room, and then pour a, a cup of hot water into a cup, and in another cup, pour a cup of cold water. See if they can get it. it, it it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. This is pour number one. All right, you got in your mind which one you think that was? Well, here's pour number two. Also, the cold almost seems a little bit sharper. I don't know. It's so bizarre. I feel like I'm, I feel like, I feel like I know why, but then I don't. <laughs> then I don't. 
What I do know is Sugar Fire has their holiday menu out, and it's insane. You got to get your orders in by Wednesday. That's this Wednesday, December 20th. And you can get a whole smoked turkey with gravy. You can get a whole smoked beef tenderloin with horseradish cream sauce and a jus. You could even do just dinner packs. And those packs include six-ounce turkey breast with gravy, a gratin potatoes, green beans, and caramel pecan applesauce, cornbread with honey butter, choice of pie. All that dinner pack that I just mentioned is $29.99 per person. That's pretty freaking legit. You can get those holiday sides uh, as a pint, a quart, a gallon if you want to do that as well. A gratin potatoes, green beans, a la monde, or the caramel pecan applesauce, whatever floats your boat. You can also do a pan of cornbread with honey butter, whether it's a pan of 12, a pan of 24. That could be yours. You can even do whole chocolate pecan pie. Oh, my God. This all sounds delicious right now. I'm so hungry. Uh, I shouldn't read a commercial by Sugar Fire when I'm hungry because it just makes me want to just go over there and just indulge. It wouldn't be a bad thing. I'd, I'd leave happy, I'll tell you that much. So go ahead and place your order again by December 20th. That's this Wednesday. And you can give them a call, 720-639-4903. Or you can just swing by the store and place the order there. They're on 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th, right next to the Snooze. It's it's the Snooze is a like a breakfast restaurant, whatever. But it's so you got to go in there, check it out. It's an amazing deal that they got going on. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. So. I was watching the Broncos get dismantled by the Detroit Lions the other day. It's kind of what we thought would have happened. I was wishful thinking, thinking, yeah, there's no reason why the Broncos can't beat them. But, boy, I was <laughs> not when they play like that. They did not deserve to win. So one of the things that happened was Sean Payton ripped the hell out of Russell Wilson on the sidelines during the game. And everybody's like, what the hell is he yelling at Russell Wilson for? Well, apparently the, the, the speculation is it's because he hustled up and didn't give the coaching staff enough time to challenge a play. Okay. Something like that. But when the reporters after the game asked him, about like, dude, what were you saying to Russell Wilson? This is what he said. Listen, what I talk with Russell about is none of your business. Jeez, snippy. But he's he's right. It's none of our business. But when you have when when your job is a professional athlete and a professional coach, you're out there for the public's eye. And it's hard for us not to sit there and go, well, what were you guys talking about? Even though it's none of our business. Now, that being said, it's one thing for us to speculate. It's another for former NFL head coach Rex Ryan and legendary uh, player, former Patriot, and uh, he played for a few other teams, I want to say, uh, Teddy Bruschi 
They were on with ESPN after the game talking about the Broncos uh, head coach Sean Payton ripping into Russell Wilson on the sidelines during the game. And, well, this is their conversation, and it's kind of interesting, especially what Teddy has to say. I think he ended up rushing to the line and never gave them a chance to, to, you know, see the video and all that. Should I challenge? Should I not challenge or whatever? That's about the only thing I can think of right there. Um, unless they had a check with me and it should have gone the other direction or something. That's the only I'll thing. I'll tell you, I one, one of these times, though, Russell Wilson, I mean, this is a mentally tough kid to be dealing with this for so long now because this is a guy that's dug them out of a hole and is starting to play well again. I'm just waiting, though. I'm just waiting, Russ and, and Sean, just one time, Russ to go right back at him on the sideline and say, man, shut your ass up, man. I'm oh. doing my job here. Yeah. You know, and that's what it takes, actually, yes. for a coach like this, for a Parcells. I mean, that's basically who this is, right, Hill? I mean, that, 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 that was his mentor. What's that? He and he wants it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, he does. Russ has just got to say, now I'm here. I know this is my team, too. You need to shut up, coach, and let me play. It's coming. That, that would be interesting. I don't see Russell doing that, though. He seems a little bit mild-mannered, and, and I don't see him being over-the-top aggressive. But that being said, if somebody's going to rip you a new b-hole on national TV, are you going to sit there and take it? It depends what, what he's yelling at him for, to be honest. Did Russ really screw something up? Is Russ just taking it because he understands I did something wrong? And yeah, I screwed up. I shouldn't have done that. You're right, coach. But if he didn't, if it's unjustified to get, you know, yelled at like that, yeah, eventually most most people will snap. But I don't know if I see Russ doing that. I mean, he's he's all about being a man of God and being respectful. Yes, he's a competitor, but he's not out there being disrespectful to people. I, 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 I don't know. It, it would be interesting. It would be very out of character for Russell Wilson to go out there, start like ripping into his coach. But it could happen. I just, I'd be very shocked. Very shocked. But I will tell you this, kind of like what Teddy was saying is like he does that. He puts his foot down and, and is like, don't you talk to me like that and just really asserts himself, he's going to basically force Sean Payton to respect him more, and he's going to create a huge ripple effect of, holy shit, Russell's our guy. He does not take no, no guff from nobody. I think it would be a very big moment it doesn't have to be russell like grabbing him and saying dude get the fuck out of my face i'll fucking beat your face in type of thing doesn't have to be like that just him standing his ground coach you don't speak to me that way i suggest you swallow your tongue and turn around get the fuck out of my face something like that hey russ write that down okay Something like that. I think it I think it would be a very powerful thing 
that would spread through the locker room and be like, dude, dude, coach went after Russ for no freaking reason. And Russ laid back into him and told him to shut the fuck up. Dude, Russ is our guy. I believe the Broncos have the easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. And they need to win out. What do they got? The Patriots. They got the Chargers. And then they got the Raiders. Broncos have to win every single game to have a hope of squeaking into the playoffs. And that might be the the push. The push-tush to get over the line is Russell standing up to Pay- Sean Payton and saying, listen, don't talk to me like that. It doesn't have to be in, in front of everybody. It doesn't. It could be like, Hey, coach, can I talk to you in your office real quick? And then he just sits him down. He sits him down, but Russ never sits. Don't sit. You got to be the dominant. Be like, coach, I respect you. I respect everything you've done. But don't you ever take that tone with me when it's not necessary. Okay? I respect you. But God damn it, don't you ever. Don't you ever do that again. Unnecessary. I fuck up? Yes. That was not justified. So something like that I think would be great. And then, of course, that's going to eventually word's going to get around that Russ freaking, you know, told coach what was up and and whatnot. So I, I, I think that would be a good thing, especially as the Broncos are wrapping up the season. It would be that, like I said, the tush push to get them across that that line and get them into the playoffs because they still need to find an extra gear on offense. Broncos got knocked around by the Detroit Lions. We kind of thought that would happen, but you would also hope that somehow that they would all, including the defense, find an extra gear and make it a little bit more competitive. They didn't. They still need to do that. So what better games to figure things out and find an extra gear than when you play the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Raiders? I expect those to be dominating games. We'll see. We'll see. You know what we need to see right now? It's the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. Josh S. sent this to me. It's a picture of an ornament that, you know, like the bulbs, the bulbs of ornament. Um, usually it has like some, they're, they're the ones that the cats usually knock off the tree and shatter on the ground. Those, those things. But it's a bulb filled with baked beans. I don't know if the baked beans are real or if it's just some artificially designed baked beans. I don't know who would invest the time and money in making fake baked beans. So I'm going to go that this is probably on a Christmas tree somewhere in the South. Am I wrong? No. I think it's safe to assume that that's, that's a pretty accurate location. But why would you put baked beans in, in a decoration and put it on your tree? It's so bizarre. Kind of funny. Kind of funny. But just, eh. I don't know about that one. I'm, I'm curious of what else 
other weird ornaments people have on their tree. We started that, like, there's a, and apparently a lot of people do this. It's where it's like a pickle, and you hide the pickle on a Christmas tree, and then you, people find it at random. Uh, let's play a little game called, called Hide the Pickle, okay? <laughs> uh, Santa probably came up with that. You know Santa's a pervert, right? Right. Again, kids, don't be listening, okay? Santa's a, a hornball that likes to sneak into people's house and play Hide the Pickle. With the Christmas tree. He's a Christmas tree fucker. That's that guy. Ooh, boy. Anyway, that took a weird turn. I apologize. I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. I don't think we really have too many weird decorations for our tree, but I guess the pickles is the one that is the weirdest. J.R. Slick said, uh, because I, I tweeted out, What's the weirdest or funniest gift you've ever received? He said he once received an inflatable love sheep doll. Like it's a sex sex doll, that, but it's like the real cheap ones that, you know, has a hole. <laughs> he received that. And I started thinking, what's worse, receiving this as a gift or buying somebody a gift like this. I guess nowadays it's not as intimidating because you can do it all through Amazon, which if you go to Amazon and and search for this, it's only $13.99 while supplies last. <laughs> and they have more than just sheeps and stuff like that too. Uh, you can get a duck, you can get a giraffe. <laughs> it's so bizarre. But I guess now it's not at, if you had to go into a store to buy one, that would, that would be weird. Because you'd just be like, um, swear to God, this is for a friend. <laughs> swear, swear. But now you can just do, the, do it online. So, I don't know. But that being said, I wonder how many people buy that as a, originally they're going to be like, it's a party favor, it's a gag gift. And they're like, you know what, let's buy two. Let's buy two. I, I'm just saying, if you're going to invest in a sex doll, just spend the extra money. We've talked about those before, where those ones that are like, they they feel like a real person, and you're really, like, they they have, like, moisture glands and stuff like that to, to yeah, simulate all that good stuff. I I mean if you're going to do it just spend spend a couple grand on it. Don't don't go cheap and go well it's 14 bucks, okay? Plus delivery fees. I wonder if that's an Amazon Prime where you get free free delivery. <laughs> Running a special right now. <laughs> oh my god, if you have a the weirdest or just a weird funny gift that you've received doesn't have to be for the holidays it could just be for uh like a birthday or just just a little just because type of gift let me know dehuffpodcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on my socials at dehuffpodcast i think that would be fascinating just let me know what you got because i'm sure i'm sure 
there's some pretty nasty ones and pretty funny ones. I love those. I love those. So there was, my wife did something. It was like, I think it might've been during the pandemic. Like you could send somebody like potatoes, like a potato. So random. It's so like, you just get it in the mail and you're like, why did I just get a potato? (laughs) It was something like that. So weird. So weird. But that being said, if you send that to somebody and they have a sense of humor or maybe they're feeling down, man, that's going to put them in a good mood. That is nothing wrong with that. I should just start sending pictures of, uh, of myself to random people and just say, Hey, smile. And it's just me like glamor shots. <laughs> you remember the old eighties? There's like laser beams behind me. I have a green screen. I can do that. I should not gonna. Not gonna. I should though. It'd be hilarious. I'm holding a cat. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I love it. Love it. Speaking of love it, I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining the show. Really appreciate it. If you can, make sure you hit that subscribe button and also give it a nice review if you're able. Also, big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster, an amazing place to grab some barbecue. Tonight is my last night my last appearance at sugar fire in westminster for monday night football we're trying to pack the house trying to make it burst at the seams hopefully you can show up i'm going to be out there from six to eight o'clock tonight watching the game drinking some beer hammering some great food it's sugar fire in westminster again 144th and orchard parkway hopefully i'll be able to see you there again it's on the south side of 144th right next to snooze Also, a big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado, two great partners of this podcast that I really appreciate. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.